Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, where we'll be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, and rural living, and so, so much more. Grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. We don't 58. Remember. We don't know. We've been so long since we've had an episode. Okay, so we are so excited to be here with you today in person. Raise your hand. It's okay if you haven't, if you have listened to an episode of the Midwest Farm Wives podcast. I love all of you. <laughs> you are why we make this podcast. Absolutely. Um, and also for Whitney and I just to like banter. complain and banter is a really good word. It was not the word I was going to choose, but banter is a more appropriate PG word. Um, so we're just so excited that you're here today, and we always feel like, we, we want you to feel like you can grab your cup of coffee and sit down. In reality, I know that you're like chasing kids and doing chores and listening mowing. to us on the go, mowing, yes. Um, but in theory, we want you guys to feel like you can grab your cup of coffee and sit with us and just feel like you are a part of our community because you absolutely are. You are meant to be here, like Whitney said and Kaya said, and this is just so fun. So we are very casually going to have an episode. Live podcast. A live podcast. Um, so what's up, Wit? Uh, welcome back. Look at my notes here. See if I can sit. We also will be doing more podcasts. We've just been very busy with this. Recap. House yeah. Color. Let's talk about Cultivating Courage first. Okay. So yeah, Cultivating Courage. We've been planning this for a long time. Kelsey, this is my event planner. I don't know if everybody got to meet her. She's amazing. Yeah, this started as a little pipe dream because I didn't want to travel to go to a Women in Ag event, like I've stated before, and so I just brought it here. So welcome to Sharon Springs. Thank you for coming. Um, it's very small. We don't have good hotels, so I apologize for that, but this room is just making my heart so happy, so thank you. I think we really have to talk about this whole mountain standard time, first of all. <laughs> How many of you are on mountain time? Uh, not very many of you, okay. How many of you are on central time? Thank you. Pacific? <laughs> Somebody's got to be an Eastern. <laughs> okay, so okay. Central Time is the only time. Let's be real. Um, and like the whole state of Kansas is in Central Time, except for four counties on the west side. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, the Airbnb is in Central Time. It's like 20 minutes from here, and we're in Mountain Standard Time. So this morning, woke up. I have like super early wake up. I usually work out and do all these things. My kids are up and. I look at my phone, which I, our phones used to automatically change when you cross time zones. They don't do that anymore. So my phone was still in central time and I wake up and I'm like, oh God, it's early. Um, so I laid there and I made myself lay there for 45 minutes and finally said, okay, I'm getting up. Well, it turns out my clock, what I, in my brain, I was in mountain time and I was thinking of my time in central time. Anyways, it was only 4.30. And so I was like, oh, God, you've got to go back to sleep. Please go back to sleep. So I laid there long enough that I went back to sleep. But this is just reiterating the fact that mountain time is dumb. It is dumb. And it is really stupid. Like. Because in sports, we're mountain time. Well, we played teams that are central time. Tell me how that works. So we had right. to leave here at 1, but we played there at 3. So that's 2 our time. It isn't fun. I yeah. would agree with that. I don't like that at all. I can't okay. change it. So what's been going on on the farm for you? Uh, we are busy spreading dry fertilizer. If you don't know what that is, urea. I know I had a conversation with somebody. I don't remember who exactly it was, but they use spreader types like you. That's what you use. Jordan just said this yesterday that you just sling it out the back and hope oh, that yeah. it goes a it's certain like a, amount of feet. It's like a spreader. And it just like, 
Because yeah. our hands have booms and then the pellets drop out of the booms. That's how we spread our dry fertilizer. So we were doing that for Tammy and Bart's mom. And so we've been super busy. I say we, it's not me. Sorry. I'm like delivering lunch and keeping kids alive. So that's what I've been doing. But Bart and our hard men have been super busy. Um, our South Africans come back next month. Oh my gosh, so they just fun. left. I know. Cool. So super fun. And you, House of Color. Yes. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in my autumn clothes. I'll always be wearing autumn clothes forever. I asked yeah. her this morning. I said, is this like, do you think this might be my color? I can't tell you that. I don't know. Like, like you okay. just don't know. Um, has anybody had their colors, their themselves analyzed? Is that what, that's what I should say? Yeah. Okay. Taryn just got hers done Are this morning. Are you a believer and did you love it? Yes. Okay. So if you can find somebody to go to, I 10 out of 10 recommend, but that's, what's been going on with me. Um, some really deep conversation and um, I mean, I, it would, it's weird that you're all sitting here staring at me. Um, <laughs> we usually just stare at each other on zoom and rowdy right. messes with me and yeah. Here, look. Okay. So, um, <laughs> in September I went to Real Rooted and I, maybe I talked about this. I haven't even listened back to like our recent two episodes, but I had a lot of, um, things that were built up in my life. And I realized when I was there that, um, there was a lot of things in my life that were not serving me. And one of that was my farm book work. And so when I was um, having to go back and tell my mother-in-law that maybe this isn't what I want to do, um, that was really hard for me. But to sidestep that, you have struggled for a long time. A long yeah. time. Like you are not that little redheaded <laughs> turd. Um, he's proven to like really throw my hormones out of whack. And um, if you've I ever was, worked with your kids with you, it's, it's not very easy. Hard. And so Kylie, was, everyone knows that it's, right. it's not like I have it, a unique situation in that regard, but yeah, like, we but had, you were used to daycare and then you went no daycare and had to take your kids. It was work. like, I went from like part-time mommy, two kids where I could still go to work and work. And then I had to like full-time parent, three kids and still manage our farm business and like do all the book work. And I wasn't serving my husband. I wasn't serving anybody. And, um, so I decided finally, we were driving to my like post checkup for my OBGYN and Rowan was crying in the back of the car the entire way. And I was just like, oh God, please go to sleep. My mom was trying to hush him and, and soothe him. And I was just like, just let him cry. And I, I just stared at the road and I was like, I didn't, this is not on script by the way. <laughs> um, and I was just numb, was very numb. And at that point I said, I think I need help. And I'm an Enneagram eight. And this is very hard for me to ask for help. Um, yeah, it's very hard. And so when I did, I got on medicine. So I'm happily proud to say that I am on a low dose anxiety medicine and it has changed my life. Okay. Um, now let me tell you how that relates to health and filler because <laughs> that's where we started. So once I was able to step back and have that conversation with my mother-in-law, who was very supportive of me, um, I was able to open up some time for me and figure out like, what do I want to do? And I have no idea how I ended up with House of Color, but it feels very good. I feel very aligned. Um, if you do ever want to get your colors analyzed or just talk to me about it, I would be happy to visit. This is not like a sales pitch. You just need to go somewhere and get it done because it offers so much confidence and ease of getting dressed and shopping. And we deserve that as rural women. We deserve to be able to go into a store or to go into our closets and say like, damn, I look good in whatever I put on. And I know that. Um, so, with that being said, that's what I've been doing lately. Um, okay. How many of you have gotten dressed and you stand in front of the mirror and you hate what you're wearing or you change your shirt 500 times? You hate those jeans. Bar makes fun of me. When I get dressed, he's like, what is all this? I said, that's all the shit I've tried on. Like, I don't like it. 
I'm gonna try this part. But, but I'm gonna hang it back up and stare right. at it for the next like three years. And yeah. it'll stay in my closet forever. Yeah, so like 80% of what we wear, we of what we own, we don't wear. We only wear about 20% of our wardrobe. That's the truth. Like that is true when you think about that. So, anyways, that's a whole thing. Um, it's amazing. 10 out of 10 recommend doing that. So I step back from farm books and then I've just been adjusting to life. And I um I've always loved Rowan. He's my, like I said, he's my little redhead. You guys know who he is. He's just the little cutest little shit uh, but I love him so much and I'm able to love him so much I, I'm a better mother to all of my children I'm a better wife now that I've been able to ask for help and get that help so um, if you are wondering I'm thank you I'm glad, uh, I mean it changed you it yes does. it did so um, if you're struggling don't think that like it's okay to ask just for any right. kind of help okay so we know you guys all have notepads so I, we can actually go on to the podcast instead of me preaching to you guys um one of the biggest questions that Whitney and I always get asked is what advice, like we get, we get women who are, I just married my farmer. What would you tell, like, what's your advice? What's your number one piece of advice? And it's like, ah, do you have time for this? Cause I got a lot. Um, Bart's mom told me when I married Bart, don't learn everything or they expect you to do every single thing. That's a great piece of advice. Yes. That is a great piece of advice. So I want you guys being in agriculture and maybe your wife, maybe you're not, but you're, you guys are all involved in agriculture in some way. What would be a piece of advice? So write this down. What would be a piece of advice you would offer your, the, your younger self? It doesn't have to be super insightful or anything. It could be as simple as like, don't learn everything, like have fun with it. And we're going to go through some things that we want to offer. Always pack baby wipes. Always pack baby wipes. Like, look at this. So do that now, write a piece of advice that you would tell other young farm wives that your younger self that you know now that you're, you're older and wiser. Or I think like my niece, what would I want her to know growing up? What is something good for her? So think of that too. If you have daughters or nieces or granddaughters. We'll give you like 20 seconds. So get to writing. Also class of 2009. So if you're in the 2000s. Seven. I'll be 31 on Tuesday. We'll sing her happy birthday. Actually, you can sing her happy birthday later. <laughs> yep. Okay. We gave you enough time. So we're going to go through Whitney and I, we visited and we found 10 of the biggest things we would want to tell ourselves or to tell our nieces or our daughters or you guys out there that are just getting into agriculture, marrying in. We figured out our top 10 high hitters and we're going to educate you. Go ahead. You go number one. Educate. <laughs> okay. My first one was ordinary women can do big things in their own way. And I feel like this is a good example of that exact representation. Like you are amazing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you can do, it doesn't have to be big like this though, right? Like you can do big things in their own way. And I think that's the biggest thing we want to get across. The comparison game is so hard. And maybe oh, social that's, media makes it 10 times worse. Is that one of our ones later? I don't want to jump on. No, it's not. Yeah, don't compare yourself by compromising. This is that part where we would edit out. But you're alive. This is reality, yeah. <laughs> um, you can do big things in your own life. Like, this is your this is your topic. I'm going to let you talk. Yeah, okay. So I would say that I would get, we're going to go with that too. Don't compromise yourself by comparing. So I would get on social media and I would see everybody, at, I'm going to use Rural Rooted because that's something that really triggered me. So I'd see all these ladies at Rural Rooted going and they're entrepreneurs and they're doing this and doing this. And I'm like, I have nothing. I don't have any big giant goals. Like I'm proud to be a wife and to farm with my husband. And like our goals are our farm. 
And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm just extraordinary. But really, I think we all need to know that our goals don't have to compare to yours. And you going to Rural Rooted, I was happy for you. I didn't have to feel like FOMO or like I should have been there because that's what social media was making me feel. So I think that we just need to realize that what you want is truly what you want. You don't have to do it because Kayla Josephiak is doing it, in case anybody didn't know how to say that. <laughs> but yeah, that's my takeaway from that one. Yeah, I think you can own what you're doing and your goals, um, but the comparison game is is really hard. Like, don't, oh, don't squash your own joy by comparing others. And Whitney and I can sit up here and say like, oh yeah, we can preach to you all day long to do this. But things, we but do it. We totally do it. We're notorious for being like, I'm so jealous of you, but I still am happy for you. I mean, like That's we literally are like, text. yeah, we like, I'm so jealous you're doing this. Like we just say, stated how we really feel. And it feels better to say that. It like, does. I'm telling you that I'm jealous and I am envious, but I still am happy for you. And I think there's just a big fine line of being jealous and letting it kill your joy. And you can still be envious or, or want what others want, but you can still be happy for them. So it doesn't have to mean that your goals are like Whitney and I's or any of you. Like the, if you look at the person to the left and right of you, just like we had our, our struggles with Kaya, like all of our goals are different. And so whatever your goals are, are yours. Right. And I think a lot of people mistake like being a mom as not being, I don't know the word I want to say, like a big deal. And it is a big deal. It's very hard to be a mom. It's very loving and hardworking and it is just hard. So being a mom, if you're a mom, raise your hand. How many are moms? A lot of mamas. Good job. Cause that is freaking hard. I see my sister-in-law, the teenager, and I'm like, oh my God, don't grow up. <laughs> I just want littles forever, but being a mom is a big deal. So be proud of yourself. Okay. Number two, your role matters. This is totally yours too. Go ahead. Well, did you do anything? Yeah. Just a little bit. It's at the end. <laughs> it's at the end. Okay. Role does matter. So how many people in here have off-farm jobs? A lot. And that's a big deal, I'm sure, to your family for your insurance and income, all those things. But then I'm sure you look at other people on social media and wish that you were on farm more. I'm sure that's totally a feeling. Well, there's a lot of people that... Who's calling me? My kids. Yeah. <laughs> you talking to oh, I'll talk on here. I thought she meant me to talk to Bodie. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to Bodie. Um, so your role matter matters. I just, like you guys, I just told you guys, I got a job with House of Color. I brought my own franchise and that was really hard for me. I felt like I was identifying myself with agriculture. And so um, that, this is very distracting me. Um, being, you know, being a mom is hard. I have one sick at home, so. That's why I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm struggling here having a job off. So I can look and see other women and I'm like, man, I really want to be a homesteader. I freaking hate gardening. I hate it. Like people assume that because you're a farmer, you can grow a garden and that is total crap. Like we suck at growing a oh, garden. Yeah. Kylie's like, Jordan, and I tried one time and it was oh, it so bad. Out. It was so bad. <laughs> like I can't even keep up on my laundry. The last thing I want to go out and do is pull weeds. No freaking way. <laughs> But I mean, I want to be like you homesteaders. Like, I love that you are the, the way idea. you are. Yeah, yeah. But so, so your role and your family prefer providing for that is awesome. I'm also going to support all you like produce farmers that 
go to the, cause I'm going to go to the store and buy it. And so whatever that role is, you can love it and you can own it. Like I thought my role was only to be on the farm. And that was also a really hard part with me coping and, and pivoting to HOC. Um, but now I can see that I can have a place on the farm and in my family, but I can also do something that just totally fills my cup. And so you can too, if that's what you're doing now, then the, the, like feel that alignment, which you needed. Yeah. Being your oh my friend. gosh. So you needed it. And I always say, I go back to, okay, well, have you ever ran a combine without a grain cart? So some people say, oh, I only run grain cart. Well, have you ever ran a combine without a grain cart? That isn't fun. Not even a little bit. Have you ever had a hungry tummy in the field and wish that somebody brought you a meal? That role is extremely important as well. Books, all those things really matter and they have to matter to your operation in the way that you want them to matter. It doesn't have to be what Kylie's doing. Do I, do I envy that she like gets to have girls come to her house and have fun? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. But would I ever want to do that? Just like gardening? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do mine. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll have the garden, you have the colors. I love that comparison of like, does a grain cart run without, the, or the combine? You can, you can do it. Oh, but it, it doesn't, sucks. But it sucks. Like, oh, I can't imagine my husband doing the bookwork either. Like having to do all he does and then come back home and do the bookwork. First of all, ooh. Okay, this is a funny story. And I'm sorry if it's somebody's husband in here. Somebody just bought a trailer from us last week and he was writing the check and he's like, can you double check that for me? I actually don't write any checks. My wife does them all. He's like, I don't, I think it's been a couple of years since I wrote a check. I'm like, what? They probably okay. don't even teach that in personal finance anymore. No, like he wasn't, didn't know how to write a check. Mark can write a check. I will throw that out there. Oh, Jordan can write checks. And he really <laughs> likes to write. They usually have way too many zeros on them. <laughs> Okay. Mistakes build us. Kaya totally talked about that. Like that was, we don't need to reiterate that. What we go through, we go through and we're meant to go through it. And you learn from it. And if we knew the path we had to take before we got there, we wouldn't want to take that path. I guarantee it. Um, If I'd have known to get here today that I had to go through all of last year, I would have said, no, thank you. I mean, I I guarantee it. I would, it was the hardest year of my life. Time machine. You needed that. Um, You're never too old to learn which I think that kind of explains itself, but you can learn anything, any age. Uh, Big one, number five, everyone feels this way. I think that is something when I married on farm and I didn't grow up in ag. So I was like, oh, we eat supper whenever. Like we don't sit down and eat it at 6.30 every night. No, no, most nights we actually don't eat supper together unless it's winter. So it's just something that you think you're so alone, but really more people have been through it and still are going through it than you ever even imagine. Yeah. And I think that's why I personally want to openly say like, it's okay to ask for help because I know I struggled with that. I felt like I was like too, I don't want to say too good for it, but like I could handle it on my own. Like I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And when I finally gave that up and I know there's other people in this room listening to me, this is why I keep pushing that like issue. If you are in that spot, it's okay to ask for help. Maybe that's your husband or maybe your husband or your partner or whatever, maybe they don't support you asking for help. And that makes it even harder. Um, my husband just recently told me it was actually last week when we were driving somewhere out oh, to the Ozarks. He said, I hated coming home at night when I was batshit crazy. Okay. Cause that's what it was. I'm just going to say it like it was. And I hated that for him. And I was like in tears saying, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, I'm only telling you that because you're in a good spot. Um, and I don't ever want to be like that again. So I'm just telling you find the support you need. Maybe that's your mom. Maybe that's your friend. Maybe that's your husband or your whatever. Um, it's okay to ask for help. So moving on. Six mindset will make you or break you. And that has everything to do with you. I did not write that. <laughs> that was for sure a mean one. <laughs> 
And I do feel that way. I think that if you go into the morning thinking that you're going to have a shit day, you're going to have a shit day. Um, if you wake up and you think of the things you're grateful for and the things that could go good, I think you're going to have a way better day than the alternative. So I absolutely think mindset is a huge deal. Um, you're not stuck forever. Seasons change just like the weather. I think that was our best Midwest Farm Wives episode was like the seasons of life episode. I don't know if you guys remember, it was years ago in a past life, but um, we talked a lot about how the seasons for us change in our farming. So we're so busy in the spring. We're so busy in the summer and the fall. And then in winter, we don't, we are also still busy because that age old myth of farmers do nothing in the winter is not true. Um, but like, just like the seasons change, our lives change. And so where you and I were, when we started this podcast, we are very different people. Like Rowdy was a baby. I had only had two kids, like just our, our stages of life change. And that has shifted our perspective. And so when perspective changes, um, and like your, I don't want to say your values change because your values are the same, but, um, how they maybe come into play in your life, like how that all plays into your day-to-day, it, it matters. Right. Or like adding extra kids. You think that like you have this mom thing figured out and then you just get one kid that throws you for a loop, like Rowdy. And Rowan. <laughs> Rowdy is the, he's normally a good kid. And I kept telling my sister-in-law yesterday, like what is happening to him today? Kelsey one time's like, uh, your son's eating styrofoam. I'm like, <laughs> Like this, I don't even know that, what to do. This is intentional because Rowdy drew all over he this got a sign, blue okay? Hand. I mean, it like it was everywhere. God bless. But <laughs> just like that, I didn't know how to react. I'm like, you're not this naughty. I don't know what to do. I actually pushed him. No, no. <laughs> we didn't have to go there. He tripped on something, but. <laughs> Whitney just happened to be behind him with her hand out. He fell down. It's it was the whole thing. Good love tap. Um, so we did number eight. So just like our farms, every farm wife is unique too. Again, Kaya, can you just come talk before we ever talk? Because this is, we're just yeah. echoing what you say. But um, you, we look around, we all have a unique farm. And so we are too. Like Whitney and I are our best friends, but we are a lot alike, but nothing alike. Mm-mm. And our farms are extremely different. Very different. Like our husbands are boyfriending out. Like they're romance. Yeah. Jordan's like, oh, dude, that, uh, that. <laughs> Let's whatever. go spread fertilizer. That Peterbilt, whatever. I don't know. I don't like necessarily guy things, but I mean, literally walk out and he's like, I got to take a picture of this. I mean, that's the first thing we did. We went in the shop. We took pictures of sprayers and I'm like, oh my God, who are you? <laughs> cool. Also just saying that every farm is different. So I had a girl message me and it could have been somebody in here. I honestly don't know. She said, it's so, it's, it makes me envious that you can go and like drone your husband because our farm is like 45 minutes from where we live. And she just said, like, I was giving her, like, FOMO that she wished she had that for her life. And I felt terrible. I'm like, no, no, like, you rock what you need to rock. Don't think that, like, I'm trying to show you to make you feel terrible. Like, that's just how that's, our that life That goes is. with comparing, too. Like, right. we just have to understand its perspective. Right. Absolutely. Okay, let's wrap this up. We're talking too long. <laughs> okay, turn your card over. <laughs> let's reflect. <laughs> Okay. So does anybody have any, um, any tips and tricks that we didn't say anything that you really want to yell out and tell us that will, we'll yeah, don't be here. shy. Come on, please. Somebody say something. Sadie. Okay. Don't expect to be on time or RSVP like, yes. Or you're going alone. Let's be real. You're going alone. I actually usually always RSVP just in case we can go. Then they count on me for food. And then you write on the note, like, star, maybe gone, we're spraying. Like, I mean, it's like, if it rains, we'll be there. 
Um, well, that doesn't happen here. Oh, for yep. sure. Don't stress what you can't control. Absolutely. Yes. Don't stress what you can't control for those of you watching online. Any others? Any others? Don't be patient. Don't. Be patient. Be patient. Damn, that is hard. That's like a character flaw. <laughs> Me, impatient. I don't think I was given that one. Very good one. Don't be afraid to ask questions. So an example of this, last year our hired man was planting and like I know what stuff should look like and I'm like, man, that looks weird. I was delivering seed and I didn't say anything. I just kept my mouth shut and Bart's like, yeah, today Dylan broke the, the planter broke in half. I'm like, was it on the left side? Yeah, how'd you know that? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Something looked weird earlier. So yeah, don't be afraid to speak up either. Just because you don't know doesn't mean that you're wrong. Anybody else? Jen? Oh, oh yeah, that's Make good. time to talk every day. I'm not good at that. <laughs> Leave your fights in the sorting pen. Leave your fights in the sorting pen. Grandma Becky, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> okay, somebody else. Okay. Yep. It's okay to not offer to help. That's so good because you have your own responsibilities and you're taking care of your own thing and it's okay to not be that person. And it's okay to let them know that you have stuff to do. Yeah, that your stuff is equally as important. Yeah, yeah that's hard. Guys do not that's think our hard. stuff is important and our stuff is what keeps everything together. Let's be real. We are the glue that holds our freaking families together. I, I am. Like a hot glue guy. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Rowdy was up here playing with the on hot glue gun. Oh, yeah. I'm like, does he have somebody's phone? No, it's a hot glue gun. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anybody else? She had one. Oh, good. Uh, on the flip side of that, uh, it's okay to like and do the manly things and take on traditionally masculine roles. I like that I one, like too. I like that. I like to help. So she said it's okay to take on traditionally masculine, masculine roles. Like, you can do manly things as a woman. Hell yes. Yeah, I like that one, too. Anybody else want to have like a one on their heart? Heather? So I just told a friend this the other day. Don't mad at your husband because he wants to farm. Oh, yeah. So I always say farming for us, not farming against us. I love that. So she said, don't be mad at your husband because he loves the farm. Providing. Doesn't mean they love the farm more than you. It's easy to feel that way. That's But a lot of times it's the ugly girlfriend that always comes first. <laughs> Do you not agree? <laughs> I totally agree. My husband's way jealous less. of her, but I still love him. Okay, end it with a quote. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's what we should do, but I'm a horrible reader, so by all means. Okay. I often think about the different characters I play in everybody's story. I am a villain in some, a hero in others, and none of it has anything to do with the person I am. The lens in which people see you is colored by their upbringing, beliefs, and their own experiences. Some people see your bright personality as endearing and others see it as annoying. Some think you are weak and emotional and others feel safe to be themselves around you. Some think you are rude and selfish and others respect the way you stand up for yourself. And none of it has anything to do with who you really are. So stop trying to control the way others see you because you can't, you can't. You have no authority over the, the way people view you or your actions. You might as well get on with living your most authentic and joyful life. I mean, if it wasn't weird mic drop this I would that was so oh I good. had to pay for these so don't do that yeah I'm not going to but <laughs> okay that's it guys we have we are so grateful that you're here we're so grateful that you listen to the podcast um yeah we're just really grateful it's been a it's been something that fills our cup and we're hoping to get back to it more so thank yes, you guys thank you 
sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at kylieepperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.